hello you guys welcome back to the expansion of the kingdom ministries i am here with the word and normally i go off of the spirit but this time the lord had me researching and i low-key love whenever he does that because it just blows my mind so forgive me bear with me if it's a little bit all over the place like i said i don't rehearse my words i just let the holy spirit flow through me and take the lead um so before we get into it let me pray dear lord empty me out and fill me up with all of you only you dear lord control my mind dear lord take over my mouth dear lord let the holy spirit speak through me and flow through me open up our ears to hear and our eyes to see dear lord bless the listener dear lord have this word plant a seed and it take root and it manifests into our lives in the name of jesus i pray amen so i was i couldn't go to sleep and it's kind of been like that for a minute now and i was just like god why can i go to sleep and at first the scripture came into my mind that there will be no rest for the wicked (laughs) and i was like lord what am i doing but then I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me, and it was like, no, I have a word for you. He was like, I have a word for you. And so I was like, I just felt it in my spirit. So I was like, okay, like, let me just try to, you know, just pray and just get into, you know, the flow of the Holy Spirit. And so then the Lord gave me this word, Yala. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I'll spell it Y-A-L-A, Yala. And then, and so I was like, Yala, that sounds like such a, I actually really like that name. And I was like, what does that mean? So I went to Google and I researched different um, sources, different websites, and they all said the same thing. And the meaning of Yala means height. And so I was like, okay, God, I know that you're speaking because I just felt like, you know, I felt the impact and the importance of the word height. So then I looked up the meaning of height, and there's two meanings, of course, the the measurement, you know, of a person or of something, but then the second definition says the most intense part or period of something, the height of the tourist season, the most intense part or period of something. And so then I just was like, where does the where does this origin come from? Where like what is the root word of height? And I didn't know that it was um a German word. Um it it's rooted in German but old English, Dutch and English. Um the old English is Hilfe. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Dutch is Hugete. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And then English is high. And you take all of those, the German, the Old English, the Dutch, and normal English, and it created the word height. And so I was like, okay, that's interesting. So then I started to look up scriptures of height. And um I started to see how um, these scriptures, there's so many scriptures of God talking about height. And then I came to this um, website and it says, even at a distance of 3,000 years, the holiness of the experiments of the experience comes through i will make all my goodness pass before thee god assures moses in exodus and i will proclaim 
the name of the Lord before thee. And so then it goes and talks about how Moses met God on the mountaintop. And so then I started to think about how Jesus would meet God on the mountaintop. You know, Peter would go to the mountaintop. And so there was multiple disciples, Moses and all of them, that would go to the mountaintop. And when I thought about that, I thought about how they would oftentimes go alone. And so I started to think about how, like, I just would always skim through, like, the scripture. Like, I wouldn't really put deep thought into it. I would just hear, you know, like, oh, Jesus went up to the mountaintop. You know, oh, Moses went up to the mountaintop. But when I actually took a moment to step back and examine everything and put myself into the text, I was able to see the, the, the deeper revelation of going to the mountaintop. And so just to backtrack, it's really easy to overlook scripture Um, You know, just how like we skim through a newspaper or how we skim through a manual for, you know, how to build or how to just put together something that we're like, oh, this is easy. I can figure this out. We just, you know, skim through it. But when you actually take a moment to examine everything, I started to put myself into the text and I started to really imagine and it felt like I was experiencing what it would be like to climb and walk to the top of the mountain and so I started to think like when I was little I drove to not even the top of um Mount Everest but it was a very long intense drive and the alcohol the um I don't know if I'm saying this right the accel like you know going up the acceleration the alcohol I don't even know But it was like you could feel the pressure of you going up. And this was just driving. And it felt long to me. So imagine walking. And then I I started to put myself into Moses' shoes. And I'm like, literally his shoes. And I'm like, he didn't have no Air Maxes. He didn't have no Pumas. He didn't have no Adidas. Moses had some handmade sandals. And so... I started to think, like, what was the weather like? Like, was it super hot? You know, was it super, like, intense, like, heat? And was it dry heat? Was there, you know, a lot of um, wind, you know, blowing around debris and sand and dust? And and what animals did he encounter on the way up to, to the top of the mountain? And so I started to think about how it was a journey in itself, just getting to the top of the mountain to hear from God and to speak to God. And so then I started to, so then the Holy Spirit started to minister to me. And he was like, our life is a journey. When we come out, up out of something to get closer to God, it's a journey. And so Moses had to leave behind people. Jesus had to leave behind people to go by himself to the top of the mountain. When you are trying to get on God's path, when you are starting to get closer to God, you have to leave some people behind. You have to condition yourself for the climb. I imagine that Moses was like, all right, let me go fill up my canteen. Let me go make sure I got a few snacks. Let me make sure that my sandals don't got no holes in it. Like, We have to prepare ourselves mentally and physically for the climb spiritually. But in this case, 
the representation is physical of Moses going up to the top of the mountain. And the fact that Moses and other disciples had to go up to the top of the mountain to speak to God automatically symbolizes and is telling us that God is is above everything, right? Because the, your, the word yala means height. And so God is height, his height. His presence is above everything. And and so it's telling us that we have to come to God because, you know, God, there are so many times God will come and meet us. He'll come to us, right? But there are seasons and there are times where we have to have discernment and we have to figure out, okay, is this a season where I have to go to God or is this a season where God comes to me? Right? You have to press through. And so the, the it automatically told me that, you know, we have to come to God. And not only do we have to come to God, we have to go to new heights, right? And and we have to, we have to push through, we have to journey, we have to leave some people behind, we have to get um, in preparation. If we're not prepared, you know, if the weather was so hot and Moses didn't bring water, he could have fainted, you know, like, if you didn't have no shoes, and you just went bare feet, you know, you could have your feet blistering and bloody and in pain and you know stepping on so many things and and I imagine like would you have a knife to protect yourself from you know a lion or from you know whatever type of animal is on that mountain and and then it also symbolizes that it's above everything else like I said and it's away from everyone so I don't know who needs to hear this but God is saying that I'm trying to take you to a new height and this new height is going to be able to you're going to be able to hear from God like you have never heard from him before but he's saying that I'm not coming to you in this season that you'll have to come to me you have you will have to come to my height because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to level you up you can't stay on the level that you're on you have to come up and reach that height you have to come up to a new dimension right you have to come into my presence which means holy pureness we have to shed some things addictions what addictions are you are you right now that is taking you away from God that the enemy has has got you hooked on that is that is stripping the holiness and the godliness from you And so I started to think about myself and I was like, you know, I'm the type of person where I don't I'm I have to be obsessed with something or else I'm not going to reach my full potential. For the longest time, I would think, okay, you know, I've been doing so good. I need to take a break. And I noticed that I am a person of habit. So if I don't do stay consistent for something, then I will let that habit go that I was building that's positive. And then I will create a negative habit of not of not doing it. And so I felt God tell us that we have to be in in a um in an obsession of reaching that new height, of reaching that new revelation that God wants to speak to you, of reaching that new experience that you can experience from the Holy Spirit. So, you know, we have to be obsessed with it. Like we can't say, "Okay, I've been doing so good, you know, let me give myself a break." I don't know who I'm speaking to, but you're just not that type of person. I'm just not that type of person. If that's not who you are, then maybe this word is not for you. But if you're the type of person who gets off track easily 
And it's hard for you to stay dedicated. God is saying that you have to be obsessed with this. You have to keep going even when you don't feel like you want to go. You have to keep going even when you feel like you deserve a break. He is saying that in this new dimension, in this new height that I am trying to take you to, you have to you have to prepare yourself for the journey. And there's an acclim- an inclination where you are are going up, up, up. It's steep and it, it does not feel good. I imagine that Moses was like, why does God have me going all the way up to the top of this mountain? Like, how tall was the mountain? How many feet was the mountain? Like, how many days did it take him? Did it take him the whole day? Did it take him three hours? How tall was this mountain? I don't know. And so that's why we have to go to God and we have to find out for our own selves of of where God is taking us. And so I can only give you this word. And and God is saying, you know, it's so good that you are getting into this word, that you're listening to this podcast, but we can't always depend on prophetic words or, you know, um, YouTube sermons to for God to give us the word. We have to seek him. We have to bring ourselves to new height. We have to get into that private that secret space we have to push ourselves we have to be obsessed with it when you think about how bad you really wanted something like when you were a kid and all your friends were going to the movies like and your mom was like no you know you didn't do this so you're like I didn't do this okay I'm gonna clean the whole house so when my mom gets back I for sure can go like there was nothing that was stopping you you were going to get what you wanted to get like you put your mind to it and then you were able to do it And so that's what God is saying, that when you really truly want something, you go for it and you don't stop until you get it. And that's what he's saying. He's saying that we need to have that drive and that hunger where we're like, you know what? I'm not going to let anything stop me. Anyone stop me. My mindset stop me. My my sickness stop me. My, you know, lethargy stop me. You know, this person that's coming against me stop me. My workplace coming against me stop me. I'm not going to let anything stop me. I'm going to keep pushing through. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep climbing. I'm going to keep pushing until I can make it to a new height, until I reach a new height, until I can hear from God, until I'm in his presence. God is above all of these things, these things that are going on in the world, the partying. We can we can say, you know, we can go out with our friends and then it becomes a habit. Every single weekend, weekend you're just going out and partying. And God is saying, what habits have you made? And what is preventing you from truly becoming the person that you need to be in this season it's okay to go out every once in a while but what are your habits what are your negative habits what are your addictions what are your negative mindsets how are you looking at yourself how are you looking at others when things come against you are you letting it defeat you are you constantly complaining about it are you constantly nagging about it are you constantly dwelling on it pondering on it thinking about it like are you letting it consume you what are you doing that is it that is distracting you are you worrying about others like are you worried about everything bad that's going on in the world god is saying no we cannot afford to to sit on that it's okay to be aware of it put but to dwell in it and to ponder on that, no, I'm above all that. And so we have to reach a new height. We have to reach and meet God in the place that he is at. He is above all of this, all this sexual um, immorality. He is above all of this drug addiction and, and um, 
you know, running to that to make you feel better and, and cope. And, and he's above all of these things that the world tells us, you know, the world tells us that, you know, um, that to be beautiful, you have to have a BBL, you have to have an hourglass body, you have to have the perfect lips, you have to have the perfect jaw shape, you have to have the perfect forehead, you have to have the perfect eye shape, you have to have the perfect makeup, you have to have the perfect hair, you have to have the perfect car, you have to have the perfect house, you have to have the perfect partner. Like, what is the world telling us? God is above all that. God says, I look and I see into a man's heart. I look and I see his motive. I look and I see his spirit. So when you look at someone and you see them all decked out in Louis Vuitton and they got the be- the bends and they got the four-story four house and they got the, the lake house and they got the perfect, beautiful partner, God says, when I look at that person, I see their heart is made of stone. I see that their, that their spirit looks demonic, that they look like a demon. He says, I can see into people. I can see their motives. So what this world says is beautiful. Honey, honey, that does not mean anything. We have to reach a new height. We have to go to where God is. We have to go to God's presence. Um, so yeah, I feel like I said all in it, all that I needed to say. Um, also I feel the need to say, you know, um, if you're feeling insecure about yourself, um, like how I was just saying, what the world tells us is beautiful. It's so easy to find someone with a big booty. It's so easy to find a man with money. It is so easy to find a man with a grill and some and some jewelry. It's so easy to find a woman with the perfect body and the perfect face. And they're just beautiful. It's just so easy now. People can go and pay for that. But God is saying that there's something inside of you that is it's rare, it's unique, and it's in you, it's not on you. And so if you're worried about someone wanting someone else because they're more beautiful than you, because they're more handsome, because they have more money, because their status is bigger, God is saying, no, I put favor over you, and the people that are meant for you are going to see what I put in you. It's not about looks. They'll see somebody with more money. They'll see somebody that's more beautiful. But God's saying that it won't matter. So I don't know who has been feeling insecure, unworthy. But God is saying be and rise up to a new height. Be confident. You look at the world, you look at nature, you look at animals, you look at all of these things and you see how I created them perfect and you think that it's beautiful even when it's flawed and and imperfect. Why can't you look at yourself the same way? My God. So yeah, that was just a random little side note. But um, yeah, I pray that this word bless you. Jesus, thank you for this word and letting the Holy Spirit take over. And if you feel anyone that came to mind, God put anyone on your heart, feel free to share this word. And I will talk to you guys until next time. Stay blessed.